Hi, everybody, and welcome back to Candid Kemi. I'm Libby. I'm Jude. I'm Shruti. And I'm Julia. And today we're going to be talking about dorm life and living in apartments in college. Does anyone want to go first? Or we can say where we lived first freshman year. So freshman year, I lived in Moore Hill, which was a pretty small dorm. I lived in uh, Carruthers, which is part of the honors quad, and it's also really small. I lived in Jester East, and it's kind of like the freshman dorm at UT, like one of the big ones. I lived in Prather, um, which is another small dorm. It's pretty close to Jester and Moore Hill, but a lot smaller and an older building as well. I guess we can kind of talk about the different things you'll find in a dorm. Because I know some dorms, you'll get a sink in your room and others you won't. And with some, you can have your own bathroom between you and your roommate. Um, but for the most part, you'll live with one other roommate. So rooms will have two beds assigned to them. But there are some exceptions with three, four singles. But those are a lot rarer. And you'd have to look ahead of time at floor plans when you're signing up for rooms. But as for sinks being in a in the room and not that kind of varies by dorm and it's more like it's more common to find like a room without a sink than it is to find like a one room I think all dorms have a microwave and mini fridge though yeah and the bedside is this twin XL which I didn't I found it to be comfortable I didn't have any problems with it yeah, I didn't, my dorm didn't, since it was an older building, I didn't have a sink, um, and I shared with one roommate, but it was, I liked living in a little bit of an older dorm because the rooms were a little bit bigger than, like, Jester, and we had, like, there was more, like, character in the room, you know, like, it had, like, molding, and it had, like, a cute, like, drawers and, like, stuff like that, that the newer dorms just don't have. Um, and not saying that Jester's really a new dorm, but newer than Prather. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I think Jester is maybe like 10 or, no, it's, how old is it? They were built in like the 60s. 60s? Yeah, but they renovated all the rooms. So I think as of um, last year, all the rooms in both Jester East and Jester West are fully renovated. So I guess the difference between like, adjuster type dorm and the other three is they are kind of smaller um but a benefit is that a lot of people live in those two dorms so you're really close to everyone and the main dining hall is also in that area um, so it's really easy to go and grab food there and meet up with your friends and the rooms themselves i'm pretty sure like you can find almost any type of room between the two towers so whether you want like a single or a double or if you want to do like a suite, which is where you share um, a bathroom with another room. So four people share one bathroom. Or if you want to do a communal bath, um, they have all of them. And I think all of the rooms also have a sink. I do know one girl who wasn't told, but her room didn't have a sink because they gave her an extra large closet instead. Um, so that is something to look out for, I guess, if you're really set on a sink. I don't know if you can look out for that kind of stuff or if like you just wouldn't be told until later but I haven't seen any dorms where I was like oh I wouldn't live there everything was fine like my building the con was it didn't have an elevator and I lived on the third or fourth floor and it was just because it was older and nobody's like 
gone through the process of installing an elevator in the dorm. Everything was fine. Like I didn't have a sink. It never bothered me. I had a, a good sized window, with, like a nice view, but I feel like most of the dorms at UTs have that. Um, I think what's more important than like which dorm you live in is picking your roommate well and like watching out for signs that are truly a deal breaker to you. And when you're filling out like what you need in a roommate and what, how you act to be very honest about those things and to like truly say how clean you are and how dirty you are and kind of vet your roommate to make sure they were honest too. I think we all have like horror stories and also really good stories about our roommates. And I think it's just kind of important for that balance. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. <laughs> yeah, I think it's important to like go into, because this is going to be like someone you're living with. So I think you kind of have to approach the relationship differently than you would with making a new friend. Like you have to be okay with, like have be comfortable enough with each other to say things like, hey, can you turn the lights off? I'm trying to go to bed. Or hey, I'm going to like be back late. So just be wary. So I feel like getting that awkwardness of having to, be like you kind of have to help hold each other accountable more than you would in a normal friendship I feel like that helps I don't know for me personally I just did random roommates but it ended up working out really well so it's definitely don't be like super scared to do the random process if that's something you want to do to just like meet someone new take a gamble but it doesn't always end up bad so. I would say at this point for me I've had three or four like different roommates over the course of my college career and the best ones were the random ones like when I choose to live with a friend or somebody that like I think I'll click with really well I end up being totally wrong and it's like I'm looking for a perfect version of somebody versus like just kind of accepting a random roommate and kind of working through like both of our flaws together I that's it's worked out better for me when I found random person versus somebody that like oh I've been friends with you for two years let's room together and then it doesn't work out very well yeah I think that that's it can be a problem in friends to like say like when they're doing something that bothers you um like somebody's roommate that I know he leaves the stove really dirty but the other roommate won't say anything about it because like he doesn't want to make him mad with his friend or like stuff like that and now their stove is just disgusting but it's little things like that <laughs> that make a big difference I've lived with a lot of different people like I've lived with my freshman year I lived with a girl from my high school um but I hadn't talked to her for like all four years um so it was kind of like living with someone new um and then I lived with some people that I just kind of like was acquainted acquaintances with and then now I'm living with some friends. And I think like overall, the most important thing I've learned is just being really upfront about anything that ever makes you uncomfortable and not letting it slide. So like a lot of times um, I tend to notice like sometimes somebody leaves the door unlocked. So just mentioning to them like, hey, the door was unlocked. Can you make sure it's like closed and being comfortable with like saying that because it's not really confrontation. It's just kind of like communication. Yeah, That's and if you, if you like set your the standards and like before any other problems come up, that can also really help. And it's I know it's kind of hard when you're first living in a dorm or apartment to know what you should be looking for. But maybe we can go over that a little bit, like what's important to like set standards on because 
last year when I was living in an apartment, we went, my roommates and I sat down and we went through a list of things and like how we were going to act around certain things or like how tours were going to be split up, et cetera. But it really wasn't realistic to how we were living. So this year when, with my roommates, when we sat down to talk about things, I had specific things that I was like, we need to talk about this, this, and this because of like experience with problems. Um, did we want to go through that maybe? Like what we think is important to talk about? I actually have a list in my journal of like things I wanted to bring up um, because of problems I've had in the past. Yeah, you can start going through the list. And I guess one thing I'll add is like with COVID, it's also important because as of now, there, there doesn't seem to be an end. So it's also important to, it's uncomfortable, but you kind of have to be aware of where your roommates are going and with who. So getting the uncomfortableness of that just out in the open as early as possible makes it a lot better. And encouraging each other to get tested, I think is really important because that's a definitive way of knowing everyone's being safe. So I'll just add that in because I'm sure that's not on your list from, from last year. Well, this is a list that I made for this year oh, based good. on my experiences last year. My roommates and I did talk about COVID. I don't know if that was on my list, but that was, they're, they're pretty organized. So that was on their list of things. Okay. I know for sure. Okay. So the first thing I have on my list is chores. Last year, my roommates and I, we split up chores. However, we split up chores that were, that didn't need to be split up and things that were like, I was like, oh, should we split up who takes out the trash? And my roommates were like, no, that's okay. Like whoever sees it, we'll just take it out that's not the case. You have to set that, like little things like that. But we did set things like who's going to clean the microwave, which does not need to be set. Um, and also like just stuff like that, like stuff that needs to be set versus does it. We also didn't set like the who's going to clean the bathroom one. So I ended up cleaning the bathroom way more than my roommate. So I definitely, like I wrote down like things that needed to be done often so like the trash the bathroom the recycling um the kitchen and then I said like things that need to be done like once a month so like cleaning the microwave like deeper cleaning things and then things that need to be done once a semester so like cleaning out the fridge when everyone leaves because last year my roommates they left for winter break and I was the last one in the apartment and there was tons of perishable food and if you're not familiar college winter breaks are like a month so if we would have come back to that, that would have been terrible. Um, so I made sure to like tell everyone at the beginning of this year that I expected that there not be any perishable food left in the fridge. Um, another, the next thing I had on my list, let me know if you guys have any things to add to this. Um, noise after a certain time. So last year, one of my roommates, I shared a room with one of them and a couple times she brought in friends drunk to use our bathroom when I was already asleep, which was so frustrating because I like went to, like I had gone to bed and she knew I was in bed before she left to go out um, because I had a long day of work to do the next day. And yeah, she brought in people, a bunch of drunk friends. And even if you think you're being quiet when you're drunk, you're not being quiet when you're drunk. It's also hard in your apartment because to get to your bathroom, you have to go through your room. So it's not like they were just in your apartment. It's like they were in your room. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I made, I had to bring it up to her after and she was like, oh, like we weren't trying to be loud. And I was like, whether or not you were trying to be loud, you were still loud. So that was the problem. So yeah. So like, set, like setting limits for like when you're going to have noise in the apartment, I think is very important. 
And most of the time, dorms have quiet hours or apartment complexes even in your lease will have written quiet hours. So if you can kind of draw attention to those, and maybe make people aware that those exist, it puts the blame off of you and onto either your complex or your dorm. And it doesn't make you the bad guy, but still allows you to like set those boundaries. Yes, definitely. Okay, so then next, um, something that's kind of important is setting the temperature in your room. So freshman year, I actually had a lot of problems with this. Um, my roommate, she would, she decided that it was, she was too lazy to put sheets on her bed after a certain time. So she was always very cold. Um, however, I did decide to sleep with sheets on my bed. Controversial choice. <laughs> so um, I was always a lot, like I wanted the temperature to be lower. And our dorm was also like old. So if you let the temperature go up too high, it would get very humid in our room. And it was like, it was like a tropical rainforest in there if like you didn't have the air down to a certain amount. And she got up very early to do things sometimes. And she would like, it was so frustrating. She would turn, cause I had turned it down right before we went to bed. She would get up really early, turn it way up and then leave. <laughs> I was just like, why? So yeah, make sure you like understand the temperature, especially in like apartments where you have to pay the electricity bill. It's important to set that because you don't want to pay a crazy high bill when everyone's sitting around in summer cold. Like that doesn't make any sense. Okay, next thing I have is shared foods. So like a lot of things you're not really going to want to buy, like it makes so much more sense just to share them, like cooking oil, spices and things. Um, but it's definitely a choice if you want to share that and you should be very specific about what you're sharing and what you're not sharing because in the past, um, like last year, sometimes roommates would just like take stuff that was mine or like stuff that I didn't really think was communal, but they maybe thought was communal. Um, and since I was very clear about it this year, like that has not been the case. So. For, for me personally, I've kind of set my own limit of, I share almost nothing with my roommates just because when you let people share things, I feel like a lot of times they start taking advantage of you in some sense. So for me, I'll share like salt and pepper, but I don't even share like my olive oil because I'll come back into the apartment and it'll just be gone. And like nobody tells you that it's gone. It's just gone. And it's seven o'clock at night and I want to make dinner and I don't have any oil. And it's very frustrating to like go through. So I've kind of over the years, I think I started out very lenient and being like, oh, it's fine, we can do whatever, we're friends. And as it's come, it's become more and more like, no, that's mine. If you want to use something, you can ask. And like, I'll get a text that says, hey, you have this cake pan, like, can I use it? And I'll say yes, because even then, I'll know exactly who used it and like who to hold accountable for things. So that communication, I think, is very important. Mm -hmm. I do, this, I do the same thing as you, Libby. Like, I have all my own stuff, like, even dishes and stuff, but I'm really open to them using my stuff. Like, I don't really mind. Like, if you need an onion, you can take one. Like, I don't care, because then later on, if I need something from you, it's like a mutual relationship, and it works really well. I think that if you are like the opposite side of it, me and my roommates, we just kind of share everything, because I think like, I'm never going to buy eggs because I'm never going to finish them. So it's nice to be able to just, like, can I use one egg? And then if they want to use something of mine, I'm like, yes. And we, like, we have a lot of things that are communal. Like, 
all of like the baking, like sugar, all over spices, like um, oils, everything like that is all very communal and our like cooking supplies. So I think it just really depends on who you're living with, if you trust them. And of course, like everything is subject, subject to change, which I think is important. So if you're sharing things and you realize that they're taking a lot more than giving, you, you always have every right to be like, I want to switch to making these my own personal thing that are yeah. just my use. I think it and also, oh, go ahead. I think it also depends on like you as a person. So not just that, because like I cook a lot and I really like to use very specific things that my roommates don't necessarily like. So I'll buy like some more expensive brands and like, I like knowing that I have it. So it's just like, I don't know if we shared, then they would be buying less expensive things and I'd be buying more. Like it, it just gets a little complicated. Yeah. So I, I tend to, I think I share like more stuff with my roommates than the rest of you guys do. Um, and the way that it's really worked this year that didn't really quite work as well last year was that um, I first have been more vocal. Like, and I, there's certain things that I won't share now that I would have shared in the past. And then also like we, when people like buy stuff that they think might be communal first of all it gets marked with like a c so everyone knows that it's communal and then they will also like send a text in our group chat asking like who would want to split this with me like who would also want to use this and if you like the message we have like an app where we like split costs for like utilities and stuff so called splitwise and then they'll they'll send the a picture of the receipt and like splitwise it to the number to all the people that liked the message that like they want to be a part like they want to use this communally so yeah, I think it's also important to like, if you, if like the rest of your roommates are splitting something and you're not to like, not just like also split it with them and be mindful of what you said, because once you start breaking your own rules of like what you're going to use and they will start breaking the rules too. Okay. So I think moving on from shared foods. Um, so like also dishes, I think are something important. Um, last, so you have to be realistic with yourself too because last year my roommates and I were like we're gonna wash all of our dishes all the time like by the end of the day all the dishes are going to be done and sometimes that's honestly just not realistic with your schedule so what ended up happening was it was kind of the opposite one roommate would um use a pot or a pan and we shared pots and pans communally in my apartment um and she would leave them in the sink for like a week and it was frustrating because then the whole apartment lost that pan or pot for a week. Um, so I think it's important to be like, okay, if you leave a plate in the sink for like a couple of days, like that's not as big of a deal as if you leave the pot that everybody uses, you know, like I think just making that clear um, because that, that was a big problem for me last year. I think I definitely complained about that to some of you guys, but that was very frustrating. So this year I was very clear, like, I don't care if dishes get left, but dishes that everybody uses should not get left for long periods of time. I think it's a precedent that you have to set also of like, if you leave a pot in the sink, I can't wash it because if I wash it once, you're going to expect me to wash it the next time. And like for me personally, it got so bad with one thing, like I walked in and somebody was using one of my baking pans, just like had stuff on it, like no foil, no lining, like it was just on the baking pan. And these were Walmart baking pans, like they were maybe $2. So it wasn't like I had really nice things that they were ruining. It was just that they were ruining my things. 
and I sent a text and I specifically banned that one person. I was like, you're no longer allowed to use my like things. And I had to send the text because it was getting to the point where like, they made just chicken on the pan, put it in the oven. There was stuff everywhere. It wouldn't come off like afterwards. They didn't clean it. And I was just like, okay, you're done. Like you don't get to use it anymore. And I said that and it was over. Like that was it. And we moved on and like everything was fine. But saying those things I think is important. Mm-hmm. And I think you have to be mindful of like, if you don't like, if there's no messy roommate, make sure you're not the messy roommate. Like, take, like, make sure if you notice that other roommates are cooking and they're cleaning as they're cooking, try to start doing that because it makes it so much easier if there are multiple people cooking in a kitchen. Like, if you have something in the oven, just clean it, clean your stuff now. You don't want to have half the kitchen be your dishes and your roommates will start to resent you for that. So I definitely think you have to be mindful of what other people are doing and seeing what's acceptable for your apartment. Because for mine personally, we all kind of clean as we go. Like no one has left anything out for like probably more than a couple hours. So I think it's just knowing what your roommates do and then adapting to that and making sure you all feel comfortable with it. Because you don't want dishes to add up, especially like communal things that you really want to use. If you only have one, like pot for boiling pasta and then someone's using it just say can you clean this so it takes a lot of communication and making sure you're not the one dropping them all yeah and something I'll mention with like shared dishes like if you I I don't know this is my philosophy but like I feel like like splitting the cost of dishes can be strange so I feel like it's better to like have each roommate bring what they want because then once you guys move out, you know what's yours. Because I feel like it would just be really complicated if everyone chipped in and bought like a toaster oven. Who's going to get that at the end? Because it, it's ridiculous to be like, okay, Venmo then me, then then me back like the money I spent on it since you're keeping it. So just yeah. out there. For things like that, like I own, I've done, even, I'd have to check my Venmo history of like when we bought the furniture in my apartment. This isn't like dishes, but furniture. Like, I think it's the couch that's, like, mine. Like, I think I paid for it, and nobody paid me back for it. And it wasn't a big deal. Like, I guess I would have appreciated splitting it. But I know it's mine at the end when we move out. And, like, it's not going to be split amongst my roommates. Or, like, I'm not going to have to buy it back from them or something. It does make moving out very complicated. But on dishes, like, I have my own dishes. Just because you eat two to three times a day, like, I don't know if you eat breakfast, whatever, and there's, you have, you'd have to have a lot of dishes or clean them very regularly if, like, you're gonna split them, so I personally feel like it was a lot easier to just kind of have your own. I feel like on that stuff, for me, like, I definitely, like, my roommates originally wanted to split things, but I was, like, from my past experience, it's probably better for everyone just to decide. We can split, like, who's bringing what, um, and sometimes it makes more sense, like, if somebody's, like, somebody's family, um, I know somebody, like, whose family was not using, like, they bought new silverware, so we got, so that, those roommates got all the silverware, um, and then he'll just take it all back at the end, so I think it's just everyone bringing, contributing something if you're going to use it communally, but then not, like, splitting weird costs, so you end up, like, not knowing who's going to take stuff in the end. Okay, let me see if there's anything else on the list. Trudy, did you have something to say? You kept unmuting. Oh yeah, I was just gonna say, like another reason that I have my own dishes is like the standards of cleanliness is different. 
um because I've noticed like with different people will be okay with leaving like a little spot of food like on the bottom of a dish or something and so like that's fine if you want to do that but only if you're gonna eat on that plate because then like I would have to wash that dish again before I'd use it so that's why I use my own dishes too because yeah. it puts responsibility on whoever's dishes that is that's definitely a good point and for me, like, if I have seen, like, oh, like, maybe the dishes aren't getting cleaned as well, I'll kind of make sure I, I say something pretty soon after. Um, and I feel like all of my roommates this year have been very open in, like, saying stuff. So it just makes it more comfortable when you don't have, like, a huge laundry list of, like, things that they need to address instead of just, like, addressing them one by one as they come up. Because people don't feel attacked if it's, like, one little thing. They're like, oh, okay, I'll fix that. Rather than, like, if you have a huge list, they might feel like you're attacking them or something. Yeah, I always like to ask questions too. Like, is it okay if I do this? And I make sure they're not just saying yes. Yeah. Okay, the next thing I have is like guests in the apartment, um, which I mean, right now isn't that big of a deal or like is different because of COVID because like there's, a, I feel like we've all been a lot stricter on like who can come. I think for all of our apartments, who can come in um, and who can't. But I think it's COVID or not, it's important to say, like, when you're okay with people coming over, how many people you need to ask if it's okay to come over. Like, if you're okay with, like, a party happening at your apartment, like, I think you need to lay all those things out. Because if you don't, people are more likely to ask for forgiveness than ask for permission. Specifically, I think those things are even more important, like, if you're double occupying a room. So I don't just share an apartment, like, I share a room. Um, and... My roommates and I had a phone call about who we were allowing, like whether we were allowing significant others and like where they were allowed to stay, who had to have a mask on, where you could take your mask off. Like we laid out all of those things before we came back to school, just to make sure that like the rules were written down. So you had to like acknowledge them at least. Oh, I guess something else that's kind of like that I've done with my roommates this year and the past year is like tracking each other just for like safety reasons because um, certain like I I mean I felt comfortable enough with my roommates to like allow them to like have my location and vice versa because if somebody like doesn't come back to the apartment like you want someone to like be looking out for you um, so I've I've felt comfortable enough with my roommates to do that but I don't know if you guys have other experiences or like don't do that. Yeah, I share a location. I think it's also nice, especially since we all have our own rooms. Like, sometimes it's hard to tell if someone's home or not. And, like, you don't want to disturb them if they're, like, busy or something. So I just like using it to check that, too. Also, like, deadbolting the apartment. Like, you don't want to deadbolt it if somebody's not there. So I, um... I think it is courteous to kind of keep your roommates aware of where you're going or where you're at, especially if we're going to be gone for a long period of time or you're going to get back late. I feel like it's nice to just not go, you know, MIA for like six hours. It's, it's nice to send them a text like, oh, I'm going to go see a movie or something late. I'll be back, you know, past midnight. Especially yeah. with COVID, you, you kind of need to give people that information and be more specific. Hopefully no one's going to movies, but. but oh, yeah. I'm trying to think of what else, like mail and stuff. You can set up schedules for who's going to go get mail. From the mailbox but I think you have to decide for yourself what you need a schedule for and what you trust your roommates enough to it'll just be evenly split amongst y'all based off the 
people being good humans and cleaning up after themselves. So it's a very play by ear thing. I, I think, think it's, go ahead, Trudy. I was just gonna say, I think if you're in doubt, you should put a schedule because my roommates last year, um, so there were three of us and we didn't have a cleaning schedule in place because I thought it was just common sense. Like if you see something dirty, you should clean it up, you know? Or, and, or if you haven't seen anyone clean the floors or something in a while, like you should probably do that. Um, and my other roommate thought the same, but our third did not. So it was just me and my other roommate um, cleaning. Like every two weeks we'd clean the floors and like we do a deep clean of everything. And she, like the other one just wouldn't do anything. She wouldn't take out the trash. And like, we didn't really realize it was a problem until the end of the semester. And by then it was like, how do we bring this up? Like, how do we tell her you're being a slob without saying that? Yeah, it's a hard line to walk because you don't wanna, you have to live with this person for another certain amount of time. Um, but at the same time, like you don't want to be miserable in your apartment. Also, like going back to the cleaning thing though, like you, I think it's best to set a schedule because you have to know like when you're responsible for cleaning up after yourself versus when you're responsible for cleaning up after the group. Like I share a bathroom with like two other people. So like when we, instead of, so we only have two sinks. So it doesn't make sense for like each person to clean their own sink because not everyone has their own sink. So the way we split it up is we all just take a turn cleaning the whole bathroom. So you're kind of cleaning up after somebody else, but at the same time, like they're also doing it for you. But I don't know, just defining things like that. Uh, thank you for listening to this episode of Candid Kemi. If you have anything you want to know about or anything you want to say to us, if you're our roommates and you're angry about this episode, just email us at texasyouchu at gmail.com. Thank you.